Make Me Marvelous contains explicit language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm in a much better mood today. I know. So... Uh, we tried recording this on Tuesday, like we usually do, and the stars quite literally would not allow it. We're not aligned. Uh, what was it? Um, the moon opposite Saturn? Saturn. And I felt every, I was in in every bone in my body. Mood. I don't even remember why. I just felt off. Like I was on the in the wrong dimension. You all slept for way. 10 hours, and I had to wake you up to make sure oh, that we yeah. had the podcast I going. I did, and then my whole day was thrown off on Tuesday. I got really, really good sleep, like restful sleep last night. Yeah, I, I did too. I feel like a million bucks. Also, I had an espresso this morning. It was great. <sighs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. But now it's Friday. It's Friday. So I, these episodes are going to release on the same day, That's probably fine. tomorrow. Um, but... listening out there to us. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I, when we first started this podcast, this, <laughs> we thought it was going to be thought, different. We thought this would be <laughs> lucrative. Um, <laughs> no, when we first started this podcast, this movie was one of the ones I, I most look forward to. Like I was most excited about this day and a couple other ones coming up. And you know what? I honestly, I mean, I love you, but I don't care if you don't like this I, one because... I did not, not like it. Okay, good. But I'm but saying I because I love this movie so much and it had such a cultural impact, Yeah, it's okay if you didn't like it. Okay. I don't mind. But I love this movie. A lot of people love this movie. It's the highest rated... Um, Disney? Uh, or uh, Marvel? Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's also very award winning, so... Yeah. Um, I'll get into... I'll get it. And nothing has to do with the movie itself. The movie itself, I think, is... Oh, we're watching Black Panther. Oh, yeah, we're watching Black Panther. <laughs> uh, but you knew from the title. Anyway, yeah, we're watching part one, Black Panther. And nothing had to episode. do, really, with the movie itself. It was little bits and pieces here and there, which mm-hmm. I'll explain. Okay. But overall... Better than most? Better than most. Okay. Better than I'll anything that Chris Evans ever stepped foot on set for. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, no Chris Evans this time. Mm-hmm. Actually, there are very few don't... white people in this movie. Uh, We're going to talk about that. There's one. Two. Who the fuck is the other one? You have Claw and... Who? Ross. So you have... Claw? Yeah, the main main bad guy before he dies. Claw. The... Who's white? Well, he's South African, but yes, he's white. I don't remember him Claw, at all. the one who has the detachable hand. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, he, okay, okay, he's okay, okay, kind okay. of a red herring because you don't, you expect him to be the main villain and like a, a symbolism for colonialism, but yeah. that's not who the main villain ultimately becomes. Right. Um, and then you have Martin Freeman's character, Everett Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, two. Okay, yeah. All right. And I have a funny tidbit about the two of them. Um, first of all, okay, before we get too much further ahead... Do you recognize the guy who plays Claus? No. His name is Claus now? Like- it's Claw. Okay, so in the comic <laughs> it's Claus, but like Claus. King Crab Claw. Oh my god. <laughs> but they changed it to Klaus, but it's mm-hmm. pronounced Claus. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's played by um, uh, Andy Serkis. I don't know. Do him. you know no, who Andy Serkis is? No. Gollum. 
What? Yes. So I'm no, just gonna I'm ruin. Sorry, I never knew. <laughs> I just gonna <laughs> never ruin knew Gollum's this. real I'm name. I'm gonna ruin this little tidbit off the top because I can't. I can't wait. <laughs> um. So, as I said, they were the two white people in the cast, uh-huh. and so they were called the. Um, uh, Tolkien white guys. Okay. Because both adorable. of them played in the Hobbit. <laughs> Tolkien white guys. Love it. Also, yeah, no, that's I think this is the first time since whoever the Hobbit. Coined that, whoever said that first on that <laughs> yeah. set is yeah. the champ. Anyway. Um, anyway, <laughs> all right. So we are going to be watching, in this episode, we're going to be watching the first hour, eight minutes, and 31 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost dead on right in the middle. Oh, nice. Um, we never do that. No. Um, anyway, do you have anything you want to say before? No, no. Let's just um, jump in, because uh, I, I do in. have things to say. Now, I will say this just at the top of the hour. Top of the hour. <laughs> top of the morning. So, yeah. Top of the morning. Um, we are going to inevitably have to discuss uh, things such as racism. Oh, yes. And yes. race in general. Um, and I, at least, and I assume I'm going to speak on behalf of you as well, I'm going to try to... to talk with as much um you know respect and reverence for the topic as required yes but if i do say something um inappropriate if i say something inappropriate Uh it it i'm all i'm white (laughs) i'm white (laughs) i'm going to try to talk about it as as um as best i can yeah but because I am yeah, yeah, white, yeah. obviously, I'm invisible to some of the things that Absolutely. are racist. Right, right, and so, exactly, exactly. anyway, but I'm really excited yes. about talking about, like, the um, social um, and, like, cultural impact that this movie had yeah. Yeah, yeah, in regards yes. to race. Yeah. So, anyway, disclaimer at the top of the hour, I am going to try to be as respectful as I can. I might still mess up, and it is completely okay to point that out and correct me on it. <laughs> the same goes for Catherine, we'll do, I'm sure. Exactly. We'll do the best we can, we'll be, We're not yeah. trying. No, no, no. We're not trying to piss anyone off. No. Well. Except for Marvel. Oh, yeah. Chris <laughs> Evans, I've already pissed yeah. off. But, um, uh, other than that, yeah. But anyway, so just wanted to get that disclaimer out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Let's go. Okay. So you want to do the countdown? Yes. In three. Did we ever say I'm Nyx? And I'm Catherine. <laughs> and I'm a Marvel fan. And I'm not. And this is Make Me Marvelous. All right. Now you want now to do the countdown? Know. All right. Okay. In three, two, one, play. Okay. So I believe this movie starts with um, young uh, Eric Killmonger. That's the boy in this. Mm-hmm. And then his dad. Um, Randall. Sterling K. Brown, who's Randall on This Is Us. I will only us. be referring to him as Randall. I also think of him as Randall. Um, it's a perfect name for him. The, I don't know why, but he is, that really resonates with me. Yeah. I'll, I don't think I'll ever be able yeah, to think of him as Sterling, Randall. right? His uh, character's name in the movie is uh, N'Jabu, um, and he is the um, brother of King T'Chaka. Also, right. so in the beginning of this movie, uh, the guy who plays like a young version of King T'Chaka is actually John Connie's son, uh, oh. Etandwa Connie. Yeah. Is that cool? They get to That's act together. Adorable. I know. Aww. That is cute. Um, so this movie was directed by Ryan Coogler. One of the best things about this movie, in my opinion, is that 
obviously it's a movie about a black protagonist and pretty much everyone who had a hand in this movie was also black which Good. I think is completely I love, yes. how it, it should have well, been well exactly I mean that's exactly how it should have been yes and I think that's why it touched people um and felt authentic yeah. to a lot of people yeah, yeah, yeah. Was because it was black people who decided to tell this story yeah and it didn't have to fit completely into a marvel mold and i think that's why it works so well yeah um it was released february 16th 2018 in black history month which was kind of cool oh that's cute in fact yeah. we're recording this last monday was or was this past monday martin was martin luther king day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so the budget for this movie was 200 million dollars what do you think it made box office I I definitely think it broke a billion. Although never mind. Oh no 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 no. no. Two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. That was a good year. I have to remember what was good years and bad years in our past. <laughs> uh-huh. In the past five years. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know it definitely broke a billion. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, but I'm not gonna say that it was like a. I'm gonna say it was one point six billion. One point three. Oh, but okay, okay, okay. It's okay. the only non-Avengers movie to in Marvel universe to. Break to a break a billion? Wow. That didn't feature all of them. They did mm. it with mm. one protagonist. Mm. Love it. We're going to talk about why that is so important um, culturally. The fact that it made so much money. In fact, it was the first Marvel movie to surpass its budget in the opening weekend. So wow. it, it made $202 million In the opening, in opening weekend, weekend in it made days. its money back. And then went on well, to... Well, actually, never mind. I think it's make, three days. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. Yeah. And then went on to make $1.34 billion. And a Thursday midnight showing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. crazy. I mean, that is, um, that is wild. So I did say that it is the highest rated. I think that it is still... I could be wrong. There could be newer movies that have, might have surpassed it. But at least at the time, and I think it's still currently, uh, the highest rated Marvel movie on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you want to take a guess at what it is? 97. And 96. You're shooting high today. I'm shooting high, apparently. I had, I had better hopes for this movie. Um, with a 79% audience <gasps> score. Really? 79? Mm-hmm. That's probably what I would have given it. Oh, Which that's actually very high for a super movie. very, very high for that, for wow. that movie. That's eh, incredible. I might have been a 75. I'm not going to give okay, it that high Okay, that's still incredible C. for a high, a high school musical. A high school musical. <laughs> for, for a, a Marvel superhero film? Yes. Movie. That's incredible. Anyway. Um, uh, yes, around 75. I wouldn't give it a 79. You're right. I wouldn't give it a 70. It was a 75 for well, me. All right. But yeah, but still, I mean, that's the highest I've ever given one of these movies. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so, mm. let's talk about settings. So I know, cute. isn't he adorable? He's um, so cute. Not to say Randall's not cute. Yeah, but, but Atond uh, was very really attractive. Uh, um, so who was? Who did you think was most attractive in the movie? Chadwick. Oh, really? I, I mean, mean, I love Chadwick yeah. Bosman, but you also have Winston well, yeah. Duke. Yeah. Mbaku. Oh yeah. my god. I mean, adorable. Very, I don't. There's something about. And then my last name, Chatty like, Daddy. Is it disrespectful? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's absolutely fine. Uh, and then you have Michael B. Jordan, who is just well, stunning. yeah, he's very yeah. You no, just like Chad. Chadwick, yeah. There's something about him. He's such a sweet man. I think that's. I think that was the reason, though, is because I knew what happened. Yeah. And his story, and like what he has yeah. done before. Yeah. And I don't 
I can't. I have no other eyes for anyone else except for Chatty Daddy in this movie. Um, At this point, he was two years into his four-year battle. I can't even believe that. I mean, that's insane to me. So he knew at this point, and nobody else did. But they do have some very, very good-looking actors. Oh, yes. Very good. Can we talk about Angela Bassett in this movie? That's one of my issues. This was one of her dreams, was to play an African queen. One of my issues was with her. Why? She barely had any kind of... You thought she should have had a bigger role? There were literally, I swear to God, you get somebody like Angela Bassett and you don't put them in at least a quarter of the movie. Okay, but all of her clips are very short. Very, very short. They were literally like little excerpts. Oh, there's Angela. Oh, oh, there's Angela. Oh, there's Angela. Okay. I had an issue with it You wanted more Angela Bassett. I mean, why would you even even cast her if you're not going to use her? The cast is... Are, are stars. Yeah. I mean, you could say the same thing about um, um, John Connie. He didn't hardly have anything in this movie. Yeah. You saw him in the ancestral plane. Yeah, but this is the first time that um, Angela had been in it. John Connie had been in... Yeah, for like a few minutes in yeah. Civil War. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, you fucking sign on yeah. an Angela Bassett and you don't use her... No. I know, but wasn't she lovely? Yeah, she was great. She was great for what I saw of her. She was lovely. I know. I love her. My but God. Yeah, this was one of her dreams she got to live out <sighs> Aww, in this movie. Oh, well, that's nice. Um, you know what I did not realize? What? Um, so, two of these characters, or sorry, two of these actors went on to uh, play in a Jordan Peele movie. I did not recognize him in this movie, though. In uh, In Us. So we have uh, Lupita Nyong'o uh, yeah. yes. and us. Winston Duke is her husband. Is that crazy? What? I know. It's crazy. He plays a completely different character. Winston Duke, who plays M'Baku, plays the husband. No, he does not. I promise I've you. Look at that movie. That's what I said. I'm like, there's no way. But it's him. Is that crazy? We're going to watch us again tonight. I know. I love us. Just to prove that you're telling the truth. <laughs> What? Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? He does not look a thing like him. Just because of how he holds himself in this movie compared to being like a dopey husband in Us. Isn't that crazy? Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a mind fuck. It is. But I mean, I think that really speaks to how great an actor he is. That yeah. he can not even resemble himself. Yeah. It's cool. He's great. Um, that was some witchcraft and wizardry right there. <clears throat> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Fine. You've convinced me that that's him. All so, right. All right. Yeah. Angela Bassett can be on the table in this next question I'm about to ask you. Oh, but okay. I think because you already expressed it, there wasn't enough of her. I don't know if she would qualify. What was your favorite? Um, female? Female. Lupita. Yeah, she was great. Um, she plays um, Nakia. Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, what was her name in this? Nakia. Nakia, okay. I don't know anybody's name in this, by the way. I have a list. So I will only be referring them to... <laughs> to them as their actors. To, as their actors and well, I mean, that's usually what, what I remember anyway. them in. Um, uh, yeah, in other movies and or shows that I have seen them in. I don't know anybody's name in this. 
So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to help me there. That's I know cool. who to. Uh, T'Chaka? T'Chaka? I know those two. Connie. That's yeah. it. Okay. That's it. If you so, say anybody else, I have no fucking idea who you're talking um, about. The leader of the um, Dora Milaje, so the female, um, like, warriors. That... Yes. The ones that dress in red. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so they're called the Dora, Mila- Dora Milaje. Um, the leader of them is Okoye, um, and she's played by uh, Denai Gurira. Sorry for mispronouncing that. Um, she is probably my favorite in this movie. I mean, I love Lupita. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah. No, she was great, too. Um, I love Shuri in this movie. Um, but she just, she's so cool. Yeah. She's just yeah. awesome yeah. in this movie. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, while this is obviously set in Africa, um, most of the film was shot in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, other than that, it was also filmed mm. in South Korea, Uganda, and Argentina. Oh, okay. We're going to talk about, there's actually a couple places in here that, like, you can point out and it's like, oh, yeah, that is Atlanta. <laughs> um, like, most well, of... probably all of Most the, of Compton. Yeah, I was going to say, probably all is, of the uh, city escapes. Um, that they show. But even like, you know, when they're doing the ceremony, um, Mm. to find out who's doing, who's doing king. Who's doing king (laughs) All right, who's doing king. Who's going to do the king this week? (laughs) No, who's going to be king. That was created in like a back lot in Atlanta. Oh, wow. That whole set. I mean, some of it's CGI, obviously, but. Uh, Yeah. It's still really impressive. Which is one of the other, that's another qualm I have. What do you have? What do you have? I, and again, right now, obviously they're not using much CGI right now. I do think, and this is going to be controversial, mm-hmm. I do think that this movie, especially with a budget of $200 million, mm-hmm. I think that they bit off a little bit more than they could chew with some of these special effects. That's because actually... Because there are certain times where yeah. it looks fucking fake as fuck. There, that's actually a very common um, okay. complaint of this movie. Especially, you can see it especially, unfortunately, between... Um, Killmonger and Black. T'Challa. T'Challa. Yeah. Um, when they're fighting yeah. and they're vibranium suits, a lot yes. of people are like, "That's really bad." But I will say, okay, I I agree. It wasn't with my you. favorite. I agree. I you can definitely point out some of the CGI. I think the CGI landscapes, however, when like they're panning over Wakanda, yeah, I think that the landscape CGI right. beautiful. But and they added the, a lot of depth that they don't usually when doing these CGI yeah, worlds. Yes. yes. But, but when you introduce scenes, yes. yes, when you introduce a character in front of them and they're doing a fight scene, yeah. the green screen looks it, a little it bit It does wonky. take you out of it a little bit. It really yeah. does. No, I think that's a completely fair criticism. Okay. And you know, you're not the first to point it out. Well, a lot of good. people think I was that like, the CGI I think, is kind of But bad. you know what? I think they just literally bit off too much. Yeah. They're like, oh, we want to make this most detailed fucking thing. Well, with that comes you have to be able to incorporate different shadows, yeah. different lighting effects, different... And I think that they yeah. missed the mark. I honestly think, though, I don't think it's that wildly different from the rest of the Marvel movies, though. No, not at all. I, I think I it's mean, about on yeah. par, yeah, if yeah, not yeah. better, yeah. than some of the other yeah, Marvels. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Um, like this shot, for instance. This is beautiful. Absolutely this gorgeous. This is stunning. This looks real to me. Yeah. This is believable. This is like, oh, yes, this is exactly what it would look like. But, yeah, it's... The biggest thing that I noticed was um, when they were standing in front of the waterfall thing. Yeah. And there's like this Which is, one scene. I mean, it truly is Atlanta. 
It is a lamp. There's this one scene where, like, I think, I don't know, I think Killmonger, like, kicks him or something. Mm -hmm. And it looks choppy as fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You did not hide that fucking green screen good enough. No, I get that. So. But yes, the, um, the scenescapes are absolutely amazing. Um, definitely the prettiest land. Oh, I think this in is Marvel. one of the prettiest movies in any Marvel movie. Um, I do love Asgard. Wakanda's prettier. Um, yeah. So one of the things that um, stylistically the creators of Black Panther wanted to incorporate was this concept of Afrofuturism. So the taking of um, African art and architecture and customs and uh-huh. stuff like that and creating it, it like combining it with sci-fi. Yeah. 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 I think it kind of just when I was watching part of this movie the other night with you guys, I think it kind of threw Evan off. I adore it though. I think it's awesome. Why did it throw him off? He just said, I don't get this whole mixture of tribal and futuristic. Oh, 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 the futuristic thing. And I think thing. it, I think, and I don't think he meant it in any kind of a rude way. I think it's just because you don't get that kind of. You never see it. No. You've never seen but this But I think it is such a cool yeah. concept. Yeah, 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 I love it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's not like this movie created the genre of Afrofuturism, but I think it, it incorporates it into the movie and into like the Marvel Universe yeah, 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 yeah. really, really well. Um, and it's, it, it has very, um, like, uh, subtle details. Yes. Like how their holograms are yeah. made of, um, there's a name for it, but it, it looks kind of like sand and, you know, their costume design and stuff like that. Oh, the costume design. One of the best. <sighs> We're going to talk best. about the costume design in this movie. One of the best I've much, ever seen in, how, a, in a superhero movie. How much, um, um cultural research went into the costumes yeah between all of the different tribes oh my god they did their the one tribe that i was not a huge fan of what was uh the one that kidnaps him his dead body floated in the river oh the jabari i didn't love them oh i love the jabari i don't know there's something about him i like the other tribes better Okay. Well, so did they. Uh, <laughs> so did they. I love the Jabari. So the Jabari, um, and I don't know if this is explicitly said in the, uh, oh, sorry, I'm going to interrupt myself. Is that the High Museum? It's the High Museum. I know it's the High Museum. Believe I was going to ask you. I well, lived you there. the other night. I you lived there. You didn't mention that it was a High Museum, but now you can definitely see it's the yeah, High Museum. Yeah, it's the fucking High Museum. Ugh. And you have. I know. Uh, I he think looks- his actual name is Eric Stevens. And then he goes by Eric Killmonger. His um, Wakandan name, mm-hmm, oh. I think, um, his his given name uh, by his father is, um, oh crap, I wrote it down. They don't ever say it in the movie, I don't think. What do they do? What? Um, Eric Killmonger? Uh, uh, yeah, Eric Stevens, Killmonger. Okay. But his um, his given name is Unjadaka. Okay. Unjadaka. Okay. Um, he looks so good in glasses. He looks so good in everything. Well, he does. He's just a cute guy. He is very cute. But, I mean, there's not a lot of people who could pull off gold Dahmer glasses. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and he can. No, they're not really Dahmer glasses. They're a little bit too modern. They're, okay, they have a little bit of a modern touch to them. But not a lot of people could pull those off. So close to her. I know. If I did that to somebody in public, I would, I would expect to get arrested. 
Um, so, when they're here, mm-hmm. I can't re- I can't remember exactly how he steals this thing. I'm pretty sure. But then he also the takes cloth. something else. What, he takes the mask. Oh, he takes the mask. Just because he's, he's like... stealing it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, there's Claw. Oh, I think I just okay. called him Klaus. It's oh, Claw. okay. I guess there are other white people in this movie. Yeah. I mean, I mean in this museum. In this scene. And then there's yeah, yeah, Martin yeah, Freeman okay. And, okay. and this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, Andy Serkis. Yeah. I forgot I about cannot him. believe he's Gollum. That is so weird to me. How is he Gollum? I don't, I don't know. understand. But everyone praised how good he was at... As Gollum? No, at, oh. like, at, um, moving in a way that is compatible with CGI. Yeah. Which he's had to do before. That's what he Several yeah. movies. Yeah, 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 um, yeah But yeah, yeah apparently yeah. he has, like, a very, um, good grasp of, like, visualizing in his head what mm-hmm. he needs to do in order for the CGI to look believable. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people were, like, really... Impressed at how much control he had over his body and yeah. stuff like that. Now, how did they get together? Schmeagle uh, and... You know, I think they do... Schmeagle <laughs> and uh, I Michael. I think they do explain. So, Claw stole... Um, okay. Claw stole Vibranium from Wakanda. And I believe the reason why he knew about Wakanda was because of Killmonger. Killmonger was left the coordinates in his father's journal to Wakanda and how to get into the yeah, secret yeah, gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. think he snuck into Wakanda and let Claw. 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 Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I think that's how it is. Um, but yeah. Yeah, this does okay. look like, like Atlanta. That was odd. You never see her woman? again. You never <laughs> see her again. Who is this woman? I don't know. I don't. Ugh. I didn't like that scene. I don't like him kissing anybody else. Okay. <laughs> Michael. 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 Um, all right. So let's talk about the different tribes. Yeah. Now, I think that in the movie itself, they say that there were five tribes that come together. There are six. There are five in the, um, in the comics, but there are six in this movie. What? Yes. <laughs> so, um... The one of one was forgotten about. One was didn't get the memo about the new king. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they didn't get so, invited to uh, the picnic. T'Challa and T'Chaka and his whole family. Yeah, yeah. They're from the Golden Tribe, and it was, I believe, created for this movie. I could be wrong about that. But there is also the Border Tribe, the River Tribe, the Mining Tribe, the Merchant Tribe, and the Jabari. Um, and each of them are inspired by different cultures within Africa. Um, and including, like, their art and what they wear. I can visually only see three other tribes. Besides okay. the Jabari. So, you have, um, uh, like, Nakia is from the River Tribe. Uh-huh. So, they wear green. Um, most of the time they're wearing crocodile skins yeah, and yeah, leathers. Yeah. Then you have, um, the guy from Get Out, whose name is... Yeah, yeah, Um, Wakabi. Daniel, uh, Oh, yeah, Kaluuya. Kaluuya? Anyway, yeah. he plays, he's best known from Get Out. Um, Wakabi is from the, I believe he's from the Border Tribe. I think so. All right, well, here, here, they're, they're explaining something. Those are the, um, 
Him. Yeah, right here. He, I think, is from the um, Border Tribe. Blue and wood motif, yeah. They're purple. They're not blue. Those are purple. Those are purple people. Let's see. Oh. Oh, maybe they're from the Merchant Tribe. Maybe he's from the Okay, well, that makes sense. The purple with the merchant. Because purple was such an expensive color. Could be. They trade, you know, the merchants. Yeah, yeah, That makes sense. Um... There's the blue. Blue. Yes. Okay. Okay, so right. he's from the blue. Yes. This is a different fucking trap. Right, this so is why it gets fucking confusing. No, it is. And, you know, they don't explicitly explain who is who. This who is, just, is who? This is just what the costume and, and the designers <sighs> decided okay. each of the tribes would look like. Um, so the border tribe, the blue tribe, uh, blue and wood motif, um, is inspired by the Lesotho architecture and language, um, and they frequently wear... Basoto blanket. So Basoto is the people of Lesotho. And so if you were to go and visit those people, uh-huh. they wear blankets very similar to what the oh. uh, border tribe is wearing. Okay. And the Afrofuturism comes in in the fact that later in this movie, um, the Basotho blankets are, uh, Basoto blankets are used as shields. They turn into oh, shields, okay. which I think is so that's freaking cute. cool. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. It's so me. That's, that's them. Yeah. So then you have the river tribe. That's These guys right here. Um, they are inspired by the Surma and Mercy of Ethiopia. Um, they're people who live along the Nile. Um, so they are represented by the color green and shells and wear crocodile skins and leathers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the mining tribes. That's um, the red. Red and orange. Yes. They just said it. Okay. They said we're the mining <laughs> tribe. <laughs> and they're in red you and have orange. the mining tribes inspired by the Himba and uh, Maasai of Southern Africa. Uh, and they're lion themed. You have the merchants who are inspired by the um, Tuareg. I know I mispronounced that. I apologize. Of the Sahara, and they're represented in the color purple. And then you have the Jabari. Then which, there's the Jabari. Yes, they're inspired mm, by the Bari. cave. <laughs> the cavemen. No, they are inspired by the Bari, Igbo, and Dogon people of Western Africa. Um, who are shamanic tribes. They wear fur and wood and have um, their own sacred um, animal, the gorilla. Ugh. Right. And then you get Winston Duke. Anyway, so that's Winston. the rundown down of the tribes. Um, but, I just yeah. didn't like their little cave the territory. Jabari. Okay, so originally they were going to put them they in the rainforest. See, that would have been cute. But they thought it was too obvious and kind of racist. So they throw them in a cave? Yeah, they thought it would be kind of... Here's a cave. Like, not as obvious and, and stereotypical um, to put them in... But like, no one lives in the Arctic. beautiful forest. I think they all live in the forest. Well, they live... No, they Amongst live in... the forest. Okay. Well, um, I don't know. They were just <clears> my... And, you know, and that's just the tip of the iceberg as far as, like, the cultural... Uh, inspirations that go into each of the tribes. There are some videos on YouTube that go way further into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be on the design team so for much. this movie, oh, um, God. And the production designer uh, was um, Hannah Beechler. And she was actually the first black person nominated and won uh, the Academy Award for Best Production Design. I remember that. I remember uh, and the costume winning. designer, so who decided all of this and did so much... Cultural yeah. research um, is Ruthie Carter. Um, she's really cool. I saw Aww. an interview of, or I saw an interview featuring her. Um, anyway, so now you have the fight for king. Uh, and it's either you yeah. die or you forfeit. Yes. 
Now, why is the mining tribe coming down? So here's where I get confused. So it's not the mining tribe. It's oh, the no, no, no. Dora it's the, it's the Dora Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I believe okay. they are the warrior. Yeah, um, yeah, they're different. I think they're the warriors of, of the golden tribe, which is T'Challa's. Right, okay, 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 okay. Oh, this is the ninth highest grossing film of all time, by the way. Holy shit. No. And then Encanto came out. Oh, God. Encanto. <laughs> it's in every, it's Encanto. everywhere. I hear that movie play all okay. throughout my I'm not saying. Business. I'm not saying that was not a good movie. It oh, was it not. Was, it was good. It was not my favorite Disney movie. No. By any stretch of the... No. I mean, it was good. Obsessed. It was really good. I thought the music was very catchy. TikTok is obsessed. I did not understand obsessed. why it was so well received i don't know there are a lot of great things about this movie or about, about Encanto, Encanto that we could go into i think it was a beautiful movie i just don't completely understand the, the obsession. obsession i mean people are like obsessed. to the point not like oh i really love this movie it's like i'm gonna create a whole tiktok channel just devoting to just devoted making dolls play with each other exactly which i guess they did with frozen too but it's just weird to me not like, like that not well, like not like this. Listen, you need to do a YouTube deep dive. And I'm not some doing any fucking frozen videos. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. Don't. <laughs> don't. You'll never be the same. Anyway, I don't know how the fuck he gets stabbed and still he's like a mere toothpick, and he like takes it out. Where's the blood? He is bleeding. There he is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here and then he like there he goes. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that song. Yeah. I do love, I think the fight scenes in this are so much more they're, unique they than are other Marvel much, movies. Much more so. Ugh, I love it. Um, they're getting real fucking close with those spears. Like, they don't even have breathing room anymore. <laughs> they're like, yeah, how are you both one going of them? over? <laughs> how are you one of them coming back at this point? Exactly. Um, anyway. Um, so let's talk about... And we can get further into this, but I do want to talk about it earlier on. The cultural impact of this movie. Yeah. So, people who had never seen a Marvel film, people who were in their late 80s, oh. or barely out the womb, <laughs> barely out the womb. were lining up to see this movie. Oh. It was such a well-received movie. Like, people were coming out in droves. There were contests for... Um, like predominantly black schools to go and see this movie uh, in the opening weekend. Um, it, it, like everyone was insisting on seeing this movie. And the reason why, and I think it, it, a lot of racist white people or just white people in general don't really understand what the hype was about because this isn't even the first movie to feature a black superhero. Um, you know, you got your sidekicks. Not necessarily. You have the Falcon. You have Rudy. Rhodey. Um, but they're sidekicks. And then you have Blade, yeah, yeah. which came out 20 years ago. But it's not a predominantly black movie. Blade. And it's yeah. also not about, like, um, black cultural influence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also not really all that much about him being black. Yeah, that's true. And so, you know, that movie did okay. But it was really substantial. I love these flowers, by the way. Oh, the there's something about There's something about these fucking flowers. Beautiful. First of all, they're vaginas. Yeah, they and do I absolutely look love vaginal. I mean, Georgia O'Keeffe was turning over in grace. She's like, I better <laughs> fucking receive royalties. Um, but what made this movie so... What made people so excited to see this movie was that 
it was a predominantly black cast made by a predominantly black um, production. Uh But more importantly than that, I think, it's a movie with those elements that is not about black people suffering. It's not 12 Years a Slave. It's not Daniel Unchained. It's not Roots. It's about this beautiful, joyful um, country of Wakanda and the characters are so empowered and so diverse even being within the same country of Wakanda and so that on top of um, being inspired by so many different um, cultures within Africa Uh and having African art combined with sci-fi I mean that is really I said that this movie didn't invent Afrofuturism but it definitely brought it to Mainstream. A huge mainstream right, platform. Right, right. It was a mainstream Marvel. platform. Exactly. And it did challenge people's concept of separating um, cultural uh, aspects of African culture yeah. from being considered primitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. backwards. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because they're, I mean, fucking Wakanda's like. It next... is like the most advanced society <laughs> right. on the planet. Yes. Um,. Which is also problematic, though. Why? Well, because of what happened. Remember, I mean, they had the whole, like, conversation about why didn't you help anybody else, That's bitches. very true. And so Killmonger, so, what makes Killmonger, and I'm going off to a different tangent, yeah. but an important one. What makes Killmonger such an incredible villain and such an important part of this movie and makes him a compelling part of this movie is that he really is representative of um, the African diaspora. Mm-hmm. So people right. from African descent who were separated from um, their like ancestors, basically because of enslavement. Yeah, and I'm not saying that he represents them in totality. It's mainly just the anger and sorrow of mm-hmm. having that connection severed well that history exactly being completely and feeling like gone yeah and and, not allowed to kind of and you know i can only speak to this so much having not experienced this but i can definitely like sympathize with the idea of like you want to um be proud of african culture right but at the same time those those ties were severed from you, so you mm-hmm. can't ever really go back and, and connect them again. Right. And so there's that there's that dissonance between, like, w- where can I find pride in my history? Exactly. Well, because and their history was erased from them, yeah, basically, and that's or honestly, tried, tried to be You know, white people them. complain yes. about, like, the emphasis on Black History Month so uh, much. That's why it's so important, in my opinion. Exactly. Because yeah. they were separated without, like, you know, and, you know, white people can say, like, well, I don't know my history like i'm a blend of white i'm a i'm a citizen of the world <laughs> the world but your ancestors under normal circumstances your ancestors chose to do that right they immigrated, immigrated. now and of course like, that, right, jewish refugees a, exactly, of course. and people who were pushed out because of civil war civil and stuff war. like that that's different but exactly. for the most part most white americans um their ancestors came to america but willingly such a large majority of african People, people living were, within the U.S. now were absolutely yes. fucking forced yeah. 
to and fucking be here. And that's one of the reasons why, like, Killmonger's last line of this movie is so impactful. Oh, I hated where that scene. T'Challa's like, we could probably heal you. I hated that scene. And he says, no, bury me with my yeah. ancestors in the ocean, because they know uh, um, f- uh, death was better than enslavement. Better than being And it really was his coming yeah. to terms with yeah. the fact that, like, you know, those were his ancestors. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's very, very impactful, impactful movie. It's and very, very impactful. Listen, and I like the that's fact that we're talking about any of this related to a Marvel movie is incredible. It is incredible that they. And I hope I'm articulating this in yeah, <laughs> well enough. Yeah, yeah. I really, I just think it's such an incredible movie, and it meant so much to so many people. Yeah. And you know, when I went to do research on this movie, there were plenty of videos on YouTube of white people complaining about this movie. What the fuck was there to complain? Besides CGI, plenty apparently. No, no, nothing about the movie itself. Um, They believed that uh, they couldn't criticize this movie because then they'd be labeled racist, and they thought that that was wildly, um, wildly. Well, what the fuck were they going to? What were they trying to criticize it about? I mean, it or, depends on what the fuck the criticism I don't know. was. Exactly, like, oh, right? Well, there's too many black, too many black people. people. Which was genuinely <laughs> something that people Oh my god. Complain about on Twitter. There's too many black people. It's like, well, why are there only two white characters? Isn't that racist? And no. it's like, no, it's fucking not. <laughs> Take a look into any of the past Marvel movies and you have a plethora of representation, maybe my dude. Two. Maybe two black people yes. in any given Marvel movie. Yeah. Maybe. And oh yeah, anyway, it was just like they, the white people criticisms that I saw on YouTube were mainly like, I'm forced to like this movie. I'm not allowed to actually have an opinion about this movie because if I do, I'm labeled a racist. I'm like, well, yeah, but if you, you do just... say, if you do say there's too many black people, I would have to label you yeah, as racist. Exactly. But also, here's a novel idea. <laughs> Why don't you just keep your opinion to your fucking <laughs> self? <laughs> For just this movie. I yes. know that's kind of hypocritical because I'm giving my opinion. Of course, it's positive. But, yeah. um, you know, I'm just trying to tell the news of why this was so impactful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And reason yeah. why I liked it. But, anyway. I'm not going to go too much more into <sighs> yeah, the complaints yeah. because that would be legitimizing them. It's and I'd much true. rather exactly. focus exactly. on the on the many videos I saw about how many people loved this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I wanted to shout out two videos uh, in particular if you want to see more about... Um, the cultural impact uh, that um, black people have expressed. Uh, uh, one just channel in general that I think that needs a shout out because I've loved him for many years. Um, his name's Andre. He's uh, His channel is called Black Nerd Comedy. He's hilarious. Um, and honestly, if you're listening to a Marvel podcast, you've probably already heard of him. But he, he has a really, really good video on Black Panther that is spoiler-free. Of course, if you're listening to this, spoilers. Well, then spoilers about <laughs> It's already been spoilers. But he does, like, reviews well, on pretty much every Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're hilarious, and he's great, and he's very open and honest about... Oh. Um, I have never seen about his opinion him. of this I don't movie. Watch YouTube videos. About and then um, the nerdist.com um, has a channel on YouTube and they have a video about the cultural impact of this movie and have a wide range of of um, black directors and producers and just comedians um, who express how much this movie meant to them and, and why. Um, and they could say it much better than I could. Uh, so if you're interested in this, definitely go check them out on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it's just, 
I just love, and there's so much symbolism in this movie, too. Yeah, yeah, I, and that was something I was going to touch on, something that I really liked, mm-hmm. was the symbolism. You know, yeah. I love a good symbolism yeah. in movies, and they really did a good job with yeah. that. For they instance, did. one of the ones that I like the most, going back to that discussion about Killmonger representing the African diaspora, um, when T'Challa takes the heart-shaped herb and he visits yeah. the ancestors, yeah, so yeah. he sees everyone... Like, he knows his lineage, he sees his father, he sees his ancestors, and it's a very welcoming, wholesome moment. When Uh, Killmonger takes the heart-shaped Eric, he's taken back to that apartment in Compton with his father, and there's a complete disconnect Mm -hmm, in that scene. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And it is so mm -hmm, powerful, mm -hmm, a symbolism for mm -hmm. feeling... Disconnected, disconnected from, from the ancestors. History. It's yeah. so cool. It it's is. just so cool. And it's so... That's one of the moments that when I was watching this movie by myself, I, I cry. Like, just because it's... They do an amazing job the, yeah. at the actors. Uh, it's Whoever did her hair, incredible. and I can't remember her name. The um, sister. Shuri. S-H-U-R-I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shuri. First of all, she has different hair in every... In every fucking yeah. scene. And it's a fucking perfect it's cool it's perfect it's Um, absolutely perfect every single time mm -hmm. this is literally the fifth hairstyle we've seen on her yeah she's how much how many hours i know that woman sit in that fucking chair i know getting this hair done i mean ugh, yeah she's Um, so skinny oh my gosh she is she's got muscle though like on her arms she's muscular um she's a wisp (laughs) she's a wisp of a woman um i also love the fact that the what? smartest person oh, yes. in the Marvel Universe, honestly, because she's canonically smarter than Tony Stark. You don't know that yet. But she's oh, canonically okay. smarter than Tony Stark. I was Tony like, they Stark. didn't meet. They don't know. They didn't stand no. up for the IQ test. She is technically like the Jeopardy smartest together. person in the Marvel Universe, and she's a black woman. I love that. I do love that. I adore. And also her technology is just really freaking Yeah, cool. I, li- I, I really liked her in this movie. It was such a breath of fresh air, like the technology in yeah. this movie. Completely different. Did you see one blowing, blowing, what? <laughs> I didn't, can we skip ahead to that part? Did you see one blue glowing cube in this entire no. fucking movie? No. Thank God. Breath and fresh air. God. Yeah, no, that is, that's another thing that I really liked about this movie. Uh-huh. It really wasn't anything to do with Marvel. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. other well, than, like, well, other than the vibranium. Vibranium, which plays a role. And then obviously. And the shield like, of Captain America. Um, T'Chaka being dead. But other yeah. than that. No, it's a standalone. No, and I think that's also why. Because mm-hmm. you could walk into a theater and not know. Yeah. And give a fuck. And that's why grandmothers, 80 mm-hmm. years old, mm-hmm. were like, I'm going to go well, see, go see my chad. My, my chatty daddy. Yeah. Um, that's honestly yeah, probably. That's cool. Because, you know, I don't. I mean, I didn't see this movie. Up until when we watched it the night. I think I saw it in theaters. And I great. didn't, I but I heard about it in theaters. And the one thing that I wanted to go see uh-huh. was because Chadwick was in there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he's great. Um, so I bet a lot of people also saw, like, yeah. you know, saw him I mean, in this movie. any of like, the oh, stars in this see. movie well, yeah, would have attracted an audience. Yeah, Michael um, B. Jordan for sure as well. And, you know, the, the fact that this movie did so well financially, um, obviously... Like, the cultural and social impact is important to talk about. But there's also an economic impact. This movie, and having, you know, done well, um, really, it had what, what some person, I can't remember his name, someone called it the Wakanda effect. Because after this movie came out and did well, uh-huh. 
people were starting to call um, uh, black filmmakers, black producers, oh, good. black artists. Good. There, because Thank there was fuck. this there was this ever present idea in um, Hollywood, which we kind of talked about in Black Widow. Um, but applying to women, this is applying to racial minorities, particularly black people. There was this uh, perception in Hollywood that black films don't sell. Movies with predominantly black cast made by black people don't sell well. So why make them? Well, and that's why yeah. it was so important that this movie did well. Oh my God, I'm completely blanking on his name. Do the right thing. Um... Spike Lee? Spike Lee. Yeah. Any Spike Lee know? film. Spike Lee. Okay, funny you mention that. Spike Lee actually in Do the Right Thing, there's a poster of the Black Panther superhero oh, on the wall. Spike oh, Lee got to the opening weekend of this. I would have never noticed that. He was invited oh, to the opening weekend of this. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I, noticed, really I, saw, cool. I saw Do the Right Thing in college. Mm-hmm. I think I saw maybe one other time since then, uh-huh. but I would never have noticed the Black Panther. I wouldn't know what no, Black Panther exactly. was. That's cute. Here's though. a funny thing about Black Panther. So I honestly thought that the character was named after the civil rights group, the Black, Black Panthers. Panthers. The Black Panther comic came out two months before their first really? meeting. Yes. <laughs> so it was completely, completely unrelated. That's weird. And so the comic. Um, How did that happen? I don't know. But the comic book uh, producer. Something was leaked. Decided. Something had to have been and fucking leaked. Huey Newton was just like, damn, that sounds damn good. That sounds real good. Um, no, I so I guess the comic book um, producer, I guess, decided to change it to Black Jaguar, but nobody liked it, including him. So they changed it back to Black Panther. This dress. You like it? I love it. Yeah. I love her dress. Another I love symbology. all the dresses in this. Another but. symbology that was pointed out, the fact that she's so uncomfortable about her wig. Because she's, you know, being from Wakanda, she hasn't had that um, pressure of having, oh. well, quote yeah. unquote, good hair. Good hair, right. White hair. Um, and so... Of course you would feel Listen, I got, I got white hair. It ain't, it ain't good hair. <laughs> falls it out. ain't good hair. It falls out um, all the fucking time. It ain't good hair. But, no, it. I thought that was kind of cool because um, it, it kind uh. of points out how um, the cultural expectations, especially on black women, right. are ridiculous. Are absolutely ridiculous. And racist. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Um, so that was another part of the symbolism when she throws off the wig. The, it's like, Fuck oh, yeah. I do love that. It's I cool. love that scene. Um, th- another thing that was a little bit eh about this movie for me was them. They're they're everywhere. They're fucking everywhere all the fucking time. Like now they're in where is this South Korea? They're in South yeah. Korea now. They were. I mean, there's no travel time. There's nothing. Like they're just like so, boom. That's I'm here. That, boom. I'm here. That's one thing that I'm back um, in Compton now. And yeah, I mean, it was a that's little bit. One thing that Andre me. points out in his movie, um, or in his, that Andre points out in his video, um, is that the pacing is really weird. He's like either shorten some scenes or yes. lengthen some yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Either way, I agree. But with that. the pacing in this movie is very weird. I will give it that. It did. It did throw me a couple times because like. I don't think it was this scene. I think it was when they were back in. I don't know. Stanley. Oh, Stanley. Um, I think it was when they were in. Uh, when they went to California or something. Uh huh. And I confused. I was like, wait a minute, this happened in California. Mm-hmm. And then 
And yeah. then it was like a complete cut to someone yeah. else. I was like, wait a minute. Those same actors were just in California. Yeah. Very odd to me. It, it really confused the shit out of me. Yeah. The pacing is odd. But then again, so is many Marvel movies. The pacing oh, is always off. Yeah. It's always fucking off. So yeah. that they kept uh, continuous with the mm-hmm. Marvel theme. Are they in South Korea? Yes. Okay. Yep, they're in South Korea. I see now this guy's here. Claw. Yeah. Suddenly he's <laughs> you from the High Museum in Atlanta. You could have suddenly... a gun to my head, and I would never have guessed that was Gollum. That was Gollum. No. Absolutely <laughs> never not. Never guessed. No. He had to bulk up so much for this movie. I didn't read how much he had to put on, but he got bulky for both, I mean, Civil War too, and this movie. Yeah. Um. So another really important part of this movie, and there's a lot to talk about in this. Um, so you can kind of see, obviously, um, T'Challa is the protagonist, but also Wakanda is the protagonist. Yeah. And it's kind of the first Marvel superhero that part of his strength is his community. Yeah. And his community Uh is predominantly black women. Yeah. And what I love about this movie, amongst other things, is that it showcased um, the strength of black women without sacrificing the diversity of black women. That's true. You have That's true. Um, yeah. you have Nakia, who is strong and smart, but also very tender and feminine. You have Okoye, who is really, really strong, um, very patriotic to her country, um, and just overall a, a badass. You have Angela Bassett, who is so oh. graceful and regal. I mean, and so you have all of... It shows such a diversity a, of a diversity personalities, of personalities, yeah. and such a wide range of strengths. Yeah, and There's all the of them. There went the wig. Yeah, all of Gosh, them looks good. Like come together to support the protagonist, which yeah. in a way is yeah, Wakanda. Yeah, yeah. And you you juxtapose that with like Tony Stark. Yeah, I do it my way. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm American. Like I love Tony. Well, but let's be honest. Yeah. He is basically the quintessential American, yes. American egotistical <laughs> individualist. Individualist. Yeah. Whereas culturally, and you know, I I've studied cross cultural psychology, and um, culturally, many African people tend to be more communal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very Western yeah. idea to have to go at your own go at and your be own. a lone wolf. Um, for you know communal cultures your strength lies in the people around you yeah. and in your community oh that dress that's the dress I scene know. when it like flies up the beautiful. staircase beautiful <gasps> the choreography the of the, fucking... these fight scenes is some of the best yeah. ever I love the choreography in this yeah. movie it's good it's good um but yeah so that was another like culturally uh influential part of this movie is that it you know there's no one like black woman super right power in this movie but it's like showcasing s- such a range without one having to represent all of black women yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and it, it really like um like rethinks the stereotypes of black women in film yeah um i love that about I this too. movie, about I how many... Too. It's not like, we didn't did decide to put just one black yeah, woman protagonist. One, exactly. We put the them all. Exactly. And they're the coolest yeah, people in the movie. Yeah. Um, I love that. 
and like how supportive they all all mm-hmm. are of each other. It's just really cool, and it's such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So you mentioned something about her throwing the wig off and everything. Uh huh. Did did they all shave their heads? Yes. Love in order that. to be uh, in order to be cast as a um, part of the Dora Milaje, uh-huh. you had to agree to shave your head. And they did. And they look great. Also, so the Dora Milaje aren't just actresses. They are acrobats. They are oh, yeah. dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. wide range. Yeah. And they tried in the movie to showcase all those skills. Yeah. So the Dora Milaje didn't feel like just one chunk of, of soldiers. Right, right, right. They're all right. very dynamic they and have their own strengths. And, and it brings, a, visually, it brings a much more interesting aspect to the movie. Yeah. But it's also much more human. Yeah. Than just... The drones of uh, yeah. Tony Stark, yeah. basically, yeah. that all move the same. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just so much life in this movie. Like, there is. And there's... I think, I mean, I love Marvel, obviously, but a lot of Marvel movies are, are missing that human aspect. <sighs> and I feel like this movie, yep. this movie does a really good yeah. job. This was Evan's favorite scene, if he hadn't have told. It's cool. Because it has to do with car chase. Are you kidding me? He's like, well, that time. No, 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 I mean, it's still a Marvel movie. We had to have a car chase somewhere. Had to have car. Yeah, Evan loved this scene. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Oh, hold on. I missed a vital what? part of my what? trivia. What? It'll only take a second. I never looked at the tagline for this movie. Oh, no. Hold on. Let's see if it's any good. Uh, probably not. Just because Whoever Marvel. comes up with a tagline for I just, Marvel films. I or... just typed in blah. Uh, Black Panther... Tagline. Okay. Um, eh, it's okay. It's uh, Long Live the King, Hero Legend. It's okay. Not the worst one we've ever heard. Not the worst one. It's not great. Look at the dress. Look at the dress. I know. I'm telling you, I'm obsessed with this dress. I know. <laughs> Shout out again to Ruthie uh, Carter. Uh, she did a phenomenal fucking job. But I think it's because this dress reminds me of a Crimson Peak dress. Oh, because it's so fucking yeah. flowy and like yeah. the wind just catches it. It's one of my favorite costume designs is her in that dress. I love it. Yeah. Um, that's another thing I didn't even think about. A lot of the um, costumes and, like, armor and stuff like that that the women wear do not over-sexualize them at all. No. Like, you don't no. have a cat suit. No. <laughs> you have a cat well, suit. you have a cat suit. But it's but Chadwick it's wearing. Chatty Daddy. Um, I'm okay yeah. with a Chatty Daddy But, I mean, even, suit. like, even, you know, in the um, ceremonies, they're not necessarily covered up head to toe, but it's never, like, a hypersexual. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do You know like what I that. mean? Yeah. Even yes. the love interest, yes. um, Lupita, Lupita, she's never in like a like a hypersexualized yeah. costume, at least not in my opinion. No. Um... And so that was kind of refreshing to see. Gorgeous. Such. It's just so, it's such a good scene. I know. It's a good scene. It's a fucking good scene. I love that she like skids all the way. Like there's no more fucking car. She's just like attached to the steering wheel. I love that. It's adorable. What did you think of Martin Freeman in this movie? You know what? I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't think that he belongs in Marvel. He does feel a little out of place. He feels a little weird, but maybe that was intentional. Maybe it was supposed to feel like the the white guy was the, the odd man out. Yeah, yeah, but even in other movies though that he's in, in Marvel, I never feel like he should oh, be in it. Uh, well, Whenever he's only he's been in, in Civil War. 
I mean, he wasn't in Wakanda in Civil War. No. He was in... The first time I ever Russia? saw him, though. Yeah, the he first was, time I he ever was, saw him. Uh, I didn't think that he should have been in Marvel. I don't know. And I do love Martin Freeman. I really too. do. Although love he's him. a problematic fave well, as well. <laughs> um, but I do love his acting. Oh, apparently, so his son, I don't know his name, but he was relatively young at the, the time of filming this, and his favorite character was uh, Okoye. And oh. got to meet her and, like, wouldn't stop holding her hand. Was so excited Take to meet me her. Home. Take me home. Take me away from him. <laughs> um, yeah. But I thought that was really sweet. That's cute. But, he, I mean, he's said some problematic shit over the years. Yeah. What British man what British hasn't? Man has, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. You can't find one. <laughs> You can't find one. So you just have to take it with, you have to roll with the fucking punches when you hire an Englishman, okay? So. Yeah. Honestly, no, I don't mind. The list I don't is mind. small. I don't um, mind him as an actor. I don't like him in Marvel. I don't like him in Marvel films. I don't think that he fits in, in any spectrum of Marvel. It is a little weird. Yeah. I think he does a fine job. Um, okay, so, okay, so never mind. We're still in. I guess we are. South, South Korea? Korea. Okay. They've taken his claw hand. They've taken his claw. Yeah. Um. Oh, so another little thing I wanted to tell you about the setting of this movie. Uh-huh. We talked about the High Museum. Um. So Oakland, which I don't think you've seen Oakland yet. Well, I guess you do at the very beginning of the movie, and then you see it at the end. Was it Oakland? Yeah. Yeah, um, Oakland. Yeah, I kept saying Compton. It's Oakland. Anyway. Um. Oh, I think I said Compton. I think I was the one that said Compton first, and that's why you got confused. Anyway, but Oakland, it's Oakland. Yes. Um, so it is like that shot of like the basketball court and the apartments yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So that's Atlanta, um, and it's right down the street from um, the uh, church that MLK used to <gasps> preach. Uh, preach yeah. at. And so um, Martin Luther King's daughter actually came to the set and like oh. gave her blessing to the movie and stuff like that. It is really kind of incredible, like, how many influential, like, black leaders and, and black activists like stood really liked it. this I like movie. That. I love that. Um, but, yeah. I mean, even in a fucking black hoodie, Chatty Daddy is just standing it's out. very cute. Just a fucking black hoodie. Yeah. Look at him. He's a cutie. Mm. Although, is that a black hoodie or is that a suit? No, I think he's wearing a hoodie. Oh, okay. Anyway. Okay, the Tolkien white boys. <laughs> Tolkien white boys. I love that. That's adorable. That's so funny. <laughs> this is kind of a weird scene. Well, I didn't really understand anything that was going on yeah. between these two. Something about vibranium, something about diamonds. Honestly, that's the least Always... interesting part of this whole movie is yeah. the plot. <laughs> well, it's oh. not the whole plot. But claw... Stealing vibranium and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, there is some symbolism in that as well. Um, with him being South African is kind of uh, reference mm. to apartheid. Mm-hmm. Um, and just colonizers stealing resources out of Africa even today. Yeah. Um, so there's an importance to it, but yeah. like his whole plot his line. His whole plot line was not. I don't, I don't, really I don't know if I it. actually did follow it. I'm not really. Yeah. If you ask me questions, you're going to give no me idea. so much like flavor. Yeah. Like in the rest of the movie. And then Claw. Yeah. I guess intentionally falls short of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. So who was your favorite? 
Favorite what? Actor and actress. Um, Okoye is definitely my favorite female. Yeah. She's not a lead, but um, female character in this movie. Oh, I gotta say, Killmonger. There is something about him. The character and the actor, honestly. But there is something about Killmonger that I just adore. I mean, I think it is because, like, um, you know, a good villain is someone you can kind of sympathize with and isn't completely evil. And I think he is... He's one of the only villains in the Marvel Universe that makes a very good point. Well, but that's also, that's another reason why I was a little bit, uh, I didn't know who I was rooting for at the other movie. I think that's why I like him so much. No, no, I know. And I like him too. I like him too. Yeah, I like him too. But, when, and again, then we're skipping to the end of this movie, so spoiler alert. Yeah. Chatty Daddy stabs Michael B. Yeah. And kills him. Mm Mm-hmm. I got a little bit turned off. But, I was like, don't kill him. <clears throat> but he, he, okay, but he offered. And, um. No, 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 I know. I know that he offered to say, we can probably heal you and everything. Yeah. I don't think he should have stabbed him in the first place. Right. But, I mean, he was trying to take over the world. I mean, they could have just, well. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, well. okay, so that, what, what bothers you about it is what I like about it, honestly. I, know. I like that it's complicated. I just didn't like, I like that, that he had it's not, to fall from <coughs> he works so hard i like that it's not super and he simple still died at the end he worked so hard and i think honestly i wanted to see him it succeed it stands up to the the I purpose know. of the symbolism i know but it did make me and it, i think that discomfort is exactly the point but i really and that's what i like. love black panther and i really didn't love him at the end of this oh t'challa yeah okay that's um, what i mean it's like yeah now i will say okay i eh. they did make a point of um at the end of this movie he does reconcile the complaints very valid he complaints does. He does. Yeah, 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 that killmonger makes well and also yeah. nakia who was saying the entire time the entire time that it's not right that they're so secluded and they're not helping yeah, other yeah, people they're not helping nakia was right the entire time but yes he reconciles nakia and killmonger's viewpoint with his father's viewpoint and thus decides to open up Wakanda. Yeah. I but just didn't I think know. that he had to work so hard. And then the Black Panther still wins. That's it though, right? I mean, I love it. I love it. I think you're I supposed to feel it. unsatisfied. Because that is like what I the part of the I just wish they could have just joined together. Of course. And just worked it out. Yeah. You know, like, you know, split custody. Of Wakanda? <laughs> yes, like, Chatty Daddy gets yeah. it uh, Monday, yeah. Wednesdays, and Fridays. But, I mean, Killmonger really was going to try to take over the world. And But maybe if they sat down and just, like, you know, maybe had a cup of mm-hmm. and just, like, you know, talked some shit but out. But Killmonger also was trying to destroy the natural resources of Wakanda, which is not good. I mean. <laughs> he also mm-hmm. let fucking claw into the Wakandan. Yeah, okay, well, I didn't, I'm just uh, saying that all of his decisions were great. <laughs> so, I mean, but, yeah, there are, I mean, he is the villain, but I just didn't I, want I, him to be the villain. I love yet. how sympathetic he is. I didn't want him to be a villain. I know. I didn't want him to have to die yeah. because he was the villain. Yeah. I know. I wanted them to just reconcile differences. He chose to differences. die. 
He chose to die. And he in, didn't choose to get stabbed. No. No. He was fighting. <laughs> and in a way, that is kind of consenting to being stabbed. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. Look I at this outfit. Come I mean, could anybody else pull that fucking thing off? She's no. so gorgeous. Like, um, what is that? Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> if I walked outside like that, people would be taking po- like pictures. <laughs> And not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. Like, it'd be like people yeah. of Walmart. <laughs> like, that's where I would end up if I wore that outfit. Uh, she's beautiful. Um, but no, I think uh, it's hard to say exactly, but Killmonger, as far as, like, my favorite villains, he's definitely up there, if not my yes. favorite. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. In the MCU. Daniel. Daniel has the best teeth. I don't know, that's a really weird thing to say. But his mouth is just extremely attractive. You know how like I just yeah. like really I really like mouths. You there's do something have a that thing he does. Mouths. There's something that he does with his mouth. And yeah. I think maybe it's because his nose and his mouth are like very close together. Mm-hmm. It's very sexy and I don't know why. Yeah. It's just one of those things he that comes... the eye picks up. Yeah. He has like a perfect mouth. I noticed it didn't get out first. I was like, oh that man is very cute. I mean not Chatty Daddy cute. Chatty Daddy is the cutest one in this film. For yeah. sure. I mean, Michael B. Jordan. For sure. Okay, fine. Michael B. Jordan I mean, is... look at that man. He just... The way he walks... Also, he's... One, like, taking the symbolism out of it, and even his actions out of it, just him as a character is so much more charismatic than, like, well, right. any other freaking villain. That is very true. That is villain. very true. That's like, very true. He's just so likable. Yeah. I like that, yeah. the villain. Oh, I guess that is well, her. See, no, the, oh, that is her. Yeah. And she's there about you to go. die. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yep, yeah, dad. She, he doesn't give a shit. All for the cause, dear. All for the cause, dear. <laughs> um, well, see, that's the difference between Chatty Daddy and Michael B. It's because Michael B. is sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. But Chatty Daddy, he has mm-hmm. a just touch of something, you know? Like, you just want to have a glass of wine with him. Yeah. Maybe that's why the casting worked so well. There is just about him a regalness. Very much so. Like a quiet very, regalness. Very, very much too. so. You just want to be flown around the world and sip champagne with Chatty Daddy. Mm, Idris Elba has that kind of energy too. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Send me around the world with that man. Where is Michael B? You just want to go to a fucking <laughs> beach resort. Oh, yes. Just, you know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything special. Yeah. Um, I hate these lip tattoos. I don't understand them. I don't, understand I don't really understand it either. I don't know with them. But I hate that everyone's just pulling out their lips all the time. It. Yeah. They don't explain it. Or did they give him a tattoo as a child? Which is also kind of weird. I don't know. But they don't explain it. Was he it. born in Wakanda? No, but he's from Wakanda. Like, his lineage is Wakanda. No, 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 I know. But how did he get the lip tattoo if he wasn't in Wakanda when he was born? If they give him a birth? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I, I, they don't explain it. Okay. And I'm confused by it. Okay. Believe me. Um, Love these fucking vagina it's flowers. It's so cool. Ugh. Beautiful. I want to without lo- with Without flowers. looking too crazy, like different from normal flowers, to be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like it's a great mm-hmm. blend mm-hmm. of touch of alien while still being a believable earth flower. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Uh, there was something I was going to say. Oh, the scarification. Um, oh, uh-huh. So, obviously, Killmonger 
has a scar for every one of his um, kills. Right. Um, scarification is like a traditional practice um, in some African cultures. They generally represent honorable deeds right. or ceremonies mm-hmm, that you've mm-hmm, attended. Mm-hmm. And so actually the scarification of Killmonger is another like um, symbolism of yeah. being yeah, yeah, yeah. far removed uh-huh. from your culture. Yeah. My question was, mm-hmm. someday he's going to run out of skin. What's he going to do then? Because, hmm. I mean, he was pretty heavily yeah, already yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he ever thought that far. I don't think he did. I would have made him smaller. Because yeah. Just, <laughs> just a, yeah. Maybe just a pinprick or something. I don't know. I don't really know what his, his idea was. <laughs> his idea what that was. Um, uh, no. Anyway, so he gets to know a little bit more about uh, the history that nobody told him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About his uncle. Did he even know he had an uncle? I think so. Okay. Yeah. I think so. Randall. (laughs) He's the only good one in uh, This Is Us. Do you hate him in This Is Us? No, no, no. I love him. I was trying to think. No, okay. Who? The guy who plays his father. I'm not sure who. Oh. He did a great job. You don't like him? No, he's fine. I love him. I thought he played Mandy a Moore, sick though. man really well. Oh, well, we're not talking about her. <laughs> I love Mandy Moore. I don't mind Mandy Moore. I love I Mandy Moore. But I play. hate the other two siblings. Uh, um, I really don't care for the brother. <laughs> and but the what the the, the oh, sister God, the sister is Katie. Katie. Katie, and I can't remember the the other brother's name. Chase. I think like Trevor. I don't know. Something very white and very, I don't know. They bother me, those two. Katie and the and the, the white brother. Randall's the only one. They should have just made a show about Randall and his family. Well, it kind of is. Just not completely. Yeah. That's a good show. I haven't watched it in a very long time. It is a good, I mean, it's not a terrible show. But that's why I don't have a crock pot anymore. You better believe. I saw well, that episode. Spoilers. I saw that fucking episode. And I went to my pantry and I pulled that crockpot out and went to the dumpster and yeah. put it in. And I said, no, thank you. And then my mother-in-law, Judy, was like, you're ridiculous. Like, <laughs> that doesn't happen, really. And I was like, well, it happened enough <laughs> to put it in a fucking show. Yeah. And now I won't. I've never cooked with a crockpot ever Poor again. Poor crockpot really had a... You know what? But you know what? Stop. They shouldn't have... Fell. <laughs> they shouldn't have... They shouldn't have been blowing up houses. Yeah. Oh, we're not too far from our mark. We have about a minute left. Okay. Um, All right. So now he's just, he's digesting everything that was just said to him. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, God damn it. Okay. One more scene. Um, yeah. And I guess this is kind of where the movie takes a turn. Almost exactly halfway through. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, well, I thought Claw was going to be the main bad guy. Yeah. But now it's him. Yeah. Um. Now, I don't know. Now, I don't know why he brought him the body. Or them the body. I believe it was so that they would... Trust him? him? Yeah. Let him into Wakanda. Because they're like, oh, I know this guy. Yeah, but didn't they see him also fighting with him? He had a mask. Oh, that's right. They had mask on. And okay, pause. so he was just thinking. He was thinking ahead when he was in that high museum stealing art. We're paused, by the yeah, way. Yeah, pause. Um, 
He was like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blackmail this motherfucker with a claw. I'm gonna wear a mask because they don't know I'm working with him yes. and I'm gonna deliver his dead body to Wakanda. Yeah. That's like, that's some next level um, thinking ahead. But yeah. Okay. So that's part one. That's part one. Um, it's good. It's good. It's a good, like I said, I highest. Love this it's probably movie. my highest rated movie ever. But, you know, still some qualms about it. Yeah. When have you seen Angela Bassett again? You see a you lot see of her, her in the second I know, half. You see her in the second when half. She's but it's little, saving just little T'Challa. Just dustings of Angela Bassett. Yeah. Um, and if you hire Angela Bassett, you better fucking use her. It's That's Chekhov's my... gun. I mean, it is. If you put Angela if Bassett put in the movie, Bassett. she better pay off in the third she scene. Better fucking um, third act. Yeah, third act. Um, anyway, yeah. all right. Well, do you have anything else? No, to no, no, no. All right. Well, we will see you. Uh, tomorrow as well today <laughs> today and tomorrow um yes. for the next installment yep i'm getting yep. emails um anyway <laughs> it's angela bassett it's angela bassett she's like you're thanks right for the shout out thanks for the shout um, out anyway all right well we will check you in the next episode yep. and bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye.